Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyze weather data in order to come up with some picks on totals. I will make a play on every game Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you information as to what I like the most where my head is for each matchup. As we go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good, bad, variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday kept it rolling, just another fantastic day that makes three in a row, up another almost 10 units yesterday that puts us up close to 30 for the season with an 8% ROI. It's been fantastic so far. Again, not every day is going to be like that. Not every week is going to be good. But hey, we're going to keep trying to keep this train rolling as long as possible, as good as possible, and build up uh, that bankroll as much as we can uh, before we get to the dog days of summer and uh Things are getting wonky with teams, you know, stop, you know, half of them stop trying and, and you, and you kind of catch on late, right? There's some wonkiness in the summer. So we're going to build up as many units as we can now uh, to, to deal with that later. Before we get to today's slates and reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free and the only way to ensure you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit me up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. We do have another doubleheader today, White Sox at the Guardians. I've kind of talked about one of the pitching matchups already twice <laughs> earlier in the week as these keep getting rained out. Uh, I'm not going to talk about them here. I will do like yesterday. I will tweet about them, <clears throat> excuse me, and add those picks later when we get uh, better information about the lines. Uh, right now, I'm not seeing a line for one of the games. I think we kind of know the pitchers, so I've already put my odds out there, but uh, not all that's kind of finalized yet. I got enough to talk about with other games. So I'm going to skip those, and I'll put those on Twitter. Again, that Twitter handle is at the top of the screen if you're on YouTube. If you're not, it's at Professor Sides. Some afternoon games for us, 140 Eastern first pitch. Pirates at the Brewers, Mitch Keller versus Brandon Woodruff. And I tell you what, I do not have a feel for this game at all. I kind of trust Mitch Keller, and I kind of don't. I kind of think Brandon Woodruff is really good, and I'm kind of a little nervous. I don't know which way to go on the total on this one. With regards to the side, the model thinks the Brewers should be minus 223, which doesn't provide an edge on either side. Almost provides an edge on the Brewers. Right now I'm seeing their price at 225. Maybe if that price comes down a little bit, that's just a hefty price to pay. So instead, I'm going Brewers one line minus one and a half. The odds are minus 121 right now. Only a lean. I don't really like it. Um, it it just is what it is. It's one of those games that I'm very curious to see how it plays out, but I don't really have a great feel. I don't think the model does either. So a C pick for me, Brewers minus one and a half. 310 Eastern first pitch, Phillies at the Rockies, Zach Eflin versus Herman Marquez. Model thinks the Rockies should be a minus 102 favorite. So I'm going Rockies, excuse me, a minus 109 favorite. So I'm going with the pick Rockies minus 102 with an A pick for me. I really like this pitching matchup. I think it favors the Rockies a lot. Marquez is a pretty good pitcher, either at home or away. I don't trust Eflin. The Rockies have got us to the window the first two nights. My decision to give this an A grade has nothing to do with the fact that they have won the first two games. 
because I don't think that necessarily plays a part going forward. I just think there's value here at this number. I talked about it yesterday. The Rockies have a little bit more of a home field advantage than most teams due to the altitude, especially when they have one of their pitchers who is more comfortable pitching there. Now, when they bring up a guy from AAA who's not used to it, and of course, you can argue how similar is Colorado Springs and the altitude there, et cetera, whatever. If they, you know, they trade for a guy or it's a guy who's, you know, this is first season there, right? When you have something like that, maybe it's a little bit different, but when you have some of these guys who pitched there for several years now and have shown that they're not bad there, their, their numbers are a little bit worse because everyone's are, but not, they're not, you know, Mike Hampton back in the day, right? <laughs> because they're just as ERA, just like triples or something, right? And you're not seeing things like that happen. Uh, that gives them a little bit of an extra edge. I think there's value on the Rockies. I really like Marquez. So a pick for me, Rockies minus 102. I think they should be solidly favored in this. And with this being my first a pick, uh, just an FYI, if you did not catch it on Twitter, I did post uh, all the picks on the Google Sheet before recording this podcast. Uh, some of you were talking about being able wanting to see it. So we're going to try this out, see how it goes. We'll give it a whirl, see what kind of results we get with that. So if you haven't yet, you can hit up that website, go to that Google Sheet, and you can see all the picks there in front of you uh, as I'm going through these. If that helps you out, you can just pause, go over there, and we'll, we'll, be, we'll be here when you get back. Braves at the Dodgers, same time, Charlie Morton versus Tony Gonsolin. The model thinks the Dodgers should be a minus 108 favorite. So lo and behold, the model thinks that you should fade the Dodgers again. That's what it said the first two games here. And this year it said all three games against the Reds, uh, or all four games, I don't remember how many it was. And I think the Dodgers swept that one. So that wasn't profitable there. It said to take the Braves the first two days here. I stayed away both nights. The Braves did win one of those. This one, I, I will trust them all. I will back the Braves. They are plus 113. I'll give it a B pick. I do like Morton. Morton really struggled his last outing. But I don't think that's really indicative. Every pitcher is going to have a bad outing every once in a while. So uh, unless we see a whole lot more of that, I'm not overly concerned. I think he's a much better pitcher than Gonsolin. Uh, no disrespect to to, to Gonsolin. I, I just think Charlie Morton's a much better pitcher. I think the Braves could hang in there. I think this is kind of a coin toss game. So not one I love. It's really hard to love fading the Dodgers, uh, again, given with how just how good that team is. But as I always mentioned, they will lose some games. I don't want to auto-fade them every game. Like so far, the model seems to be suggesting, but I want to pick and choose my spots. I think this is a better spot to fade them going against a pitcher like Morton. I'm not touching the over-under on this game specifically uh, for two reasons. One, we will have a wind that's picking up as the course of the game goes on out to left about 10 miles an hour. So not going to add a ton of distance to fly balls, but it will add an extra 10, 15 feet potentially, depending on how high a, a player hits the ball. But on top of that, the ball just does seem to carry there a little bit better in the afternoon, more so in the afternoon when it's hot and it's only going to be about 70 degrees there. But I just like to stay away from the total here just because sometimes the day games at Dodger Stadium play a little bit from the night game. So instead, I will take Braves plus 113. <clears throat> Reds at the Padres, 14 Eastern first pitch, Vladimir Gutierrez versus McKenzie Gore. I feel like I've nailed these Padre games the first uh, two days of this series. Had Jake on with us Monday, and he took the Padres, and I said I liked that one. That hit. I said I loved the under. That hit yesterday. I said I was flipping from the under to backing the Padres. They won easily. I feel like I've done a pretty good job nailing this series so far. This time, I'm a little more nervous about this game. The model thinks that the Padres should only be a minus 157 favorite. Right now, their number's about minus 185, so no way I could back the Padres in this one. Total-wise, I'm a little concerned with both of these pitchers. Gutierrez isn't bad, um, 
but he's not really great either. McKenzie Gore, a young pitcher, definitely has some potential, hasn't really let the world on fire so far. He obviously can. So both of these pitchers just have enough variability that I'm going to stay away from the total on this one. Uh, the wind's going to be blowing across the field, so that's not going to help or hurt anything. And again, it's kind of like we talked about with Dodger Stadium. The daytime games here sometimes play out a little bit different. Uh, the marine layer, uh, not as prevalent this time of year, but it's not an all or nothing. It's a, a little bit at a time, you know, and there's a little bit of that potentially that happens at some of the night games, but it's not going to happen during the day. And so the air's not going to uh, suppress the balls like it does at night. Again, in general, I, I, haven't, I don't know specifically about tonight, but, and again, this plays much more into, into account when you get to late May into June when that marine layer is pretty consistently there at night, the ball doesn't go anywhere, but again, day it's not. So just going to stay away from the total on that one. Model thinks minus 157 for the Padres. I'll take the Reds plus 170. I'm going to give it a C pick. I kind of mentioned this a little bit yesterday. It's like a C plus pick, right? It, there's value on the Reds. So don't get me wrong. And so I think that's the right side to be on. Given that we're already going to get almost double our investment back, I'm not giving it a B pick. I don't need to be that invested in it. I'll just put one unit on it. We'll make almost two. So kind of a C-plus pick here for me. I don't want to be over-invested. I think there's value on the red, so it's not a standard C-pick. Like, I don't really know what's happening, uh, but it's not. I'm not quite as confident as uh, a normal B-pick in that I still don't really think the Reds win this game. I just think it's a value pick in the long run. It's going to help us out if we make plays like this. Orioles at the Athletics taking us to our more evening start, 6.07 p.m. Eastern time first pitch. Jordan Lyles versus Dalton Jeffries. And I have to tell you, I don't understand this line at all. Uh, Dalton Jeffries, you know, maybe not the best pitcher in the world, but I think he's a whole lot better than Jordan Lyles is. That's just my personal take. Um, Lyles <clears throat> can be just so up and down where I feel like Jeffries is going to at least be consistently mediocre, maybe. Uh, I like the Athletics' bats a lot more than the Orioles' bats. I like the Athletics' bullpen more than the Orioles' bullpen. I think the Athletics should be about a minus 150 favorite on this. Instead, they're minus 128. So it's an A pick for me on the Athletics. The Orioles' chance to win, I think, was yesterday with Ellis on the mound. They didn't get that one done. They hung in there. Um if they couldn't get that one done, I don't see them getting this one done. So a pick for me on the Athletics, minus 128. Yankees at the Tigers, 640 Eastern first pitch. Luis Severino versus Eduardo Rodriguez. Tigers couldn't quite get us there yesterday, but I feel like you handicapped that one pretty well. There was a ton of value on the Tigers at that number. They hung in there all game. They consistently had a chance. They got Cole out in the second inning. So as I talked about, that price was overinflated because people still haven't realized that Cole is – Yesterday I said good without the sticky stuff, maybe just mediocre. I don't really know at this point. He, he's just struggled so much without that extra grip that he's getting on the ball. A lot of and, – and, and I don't, I don't want to dive too deep into this, right? This The, the sticky stuff, right, it is, it is cheating for sure, and I don't want to minimize that. But the idea behind that is it just allows you to grip the ball a little bit looser so that you can kind of rear back and throw – and still have your command without this without a, a better grip you have to grip the ball a little bit tighter and so that affects your spin rate and things like that and so of course major league baseball is trying to make an even playing field i totally agree with that it's just interesting to me that some pitchers everybody for the most part was doing some form of it and now they still are getting to use some sticky stuff it's just not as sticky is the the way i understand it right you know with the 
with the rods and you're still getting some extra grip. You're just not getting quite the grip that they were getting before. It's interesting to me that some pitchers have been able to go to a less sticky substance like the rosin and it's affected them, but they've still been able to only be affected, you know, 10%. And a guy like Cole's been affected a whole lot more. So it's very interesting to me that he just hasn't figured out how to grip the ball a little bit tighter and hurt his results just a little bit, but he's just falling apart. It just kind of is what it is. So again, until the number catches up, we're going to continue to fade Cole, even though it didn't work out for us yesterday. But today's kind of the same thing. I still think the Yankees are overvalued. Uh, there's no, you know, juicy storyline to talk about there as there is tonight, as there, as there was yesterday. I just think the Yankees are overvalued. Tigers plus 152 is my pick. It's a B pick. The model thinks minus 129. Again, I still think the Yankees win this about 56% of the time. I just think in the long run, this is the type of play that makes us money. we got a couple other value picks uh, like this throughout the day. The next one will be one I talk about, the the Reds earlier, the Braves at plus odds. It's kind of one of those, hey, if we can take some value at the plus odds, we don't have to hit all of them. We don't even have to hit half of them, uh, depending on what the odds are. And it'll help us out. So I think that's how I feel about this Tigers pick. They're a better team relative to the Yankees than I think odds makers are giving them credit for. 640 Eastern first pitch, Angels at the Astros. Shohei Otani versus Jake Odorisi. The model thinks the Angels should be a minus 105 favorite, so more or less a 50-50 toss-up game. So I've got a B pick on the Astros, plus 120. I can't make this an A pick because going against Otani with an A pick and or backing Odorisi with an A pick is just not something that I have the stomach for. The Angels could easily win this game big. Uh, I'm just trusting the model here, and the model says that there's value in the Astros, that the better Astros bats and the better Astros bullpen, or at least the better Astros top four pitchers or so, you know, even with Presley out, they've still got a, a ton of depth there, that that overcomes the difference in the starting pitcher. That's what the math says. I'm trusting the math. The model's done great, and we've just kind of blindly trusted it. It's done well so far early this season. I mentioned this in previous podcasts. It does, tends to do well early in every season and every sport. I don't think i found a case where that hasn't been true. So I'm going to trust the model here and take the Astros plus 120 with a B pick. Like I said, I just can't give it an A pick because I've seen I've seen Otani dominate and I've seen Odorisi struggle too many times uh, to be over-invested in it. But as we've seen, Odorisi doesn't have to be great for the Astros to win because of all the rest of the talent around him. And we saw Otani in his last start get knocked around by the Rangers. So Otani will lose a handful of games as a starting pitcher. And the model thinks this is one that is a toss-up, so plus 120 offers us good value. So Astros, it is for me on that one. Cardinals the Marlins, 640 Eastern first pitch. Miles Michaelis versus Sandy Alcantara. The model thinks the Marlins should be a minus 121 favorite. They are minus 122 right now. We seem to have money every day come in on the Marlins. So if you want to get ahead of that, I guess you could take the Marlins at a price like minus 122. And <laughs> later in the day, it'll supposedly be higher because I guess this seems to kind of happen most every day for some reason. Um, that's not the way I'm going. I'm going under eight with an A pick. We got to the window there yesterday. Uh, Lazaro really struggled. And other than him uh, struggling early, there wasn't really a lot happening. I kind of think the same thing happens tonight. I like both these starting pitchers. Even if one struggles, as we saw yesterday, we could still get the win. So this is, again, I like to talk about how many different ways can you win this game. And this one, I think there's two key ways. If either pitcher struggles, we still could win. We're still maybe not likely to win, maybe 40% likely to win at that point, high, you know, high 30s. But if one of these pitchers struggles, as we saw yesterday, it's still possible to win this bet. And I think the most likely scenario is neither pitcher struggles. And if neither pitcher struggles, then we have a great chance to win this one. 
Of course, if both struggle, then we're, we're definitely doomed. But I don't see that happening with these two guys. I think both of them are pretty solid. I don't trust either offenses. I like this park being a pitcher's park. A lot of a lot of things to like your under eight. A pick for me, it is minus 125 right now, so I don't like that. If you have a, a seven and a half with better odds, you know, that's obviously an alternative that you can look to. If you have to choose between the two, there, there, there is a play that is better depending on what the odds are, but I think it's really personal preference just based off your style, uh, choosing between those two numbers. Time next at the National, 705 Eastern first pitch. Merrill Kelly versus Eric Fetty. The model thinks the Nationals should be a minus 106 favorite. So I looked at Diamondbacks 113 hard and said, hey, there's value on the Diamondbacks. And then I remembered just yesterday, just yesterday, there was an edge on the Diamondbacks. And I took the Diamondbacks with an A pick. And then I watched that game and the under hit relatively easily. And I remembered why did I take the Diamondbacks instead of just taking the under. <laughs> so I think I think that's going to be a common theme. We've done it before. We made a lot of money in these Diamondback unders. I don't know what was happening yesterday. Just a temporary, you know, lapse of sanity. If the model thinks Diamondbacks edge, cool. Their bats are awful. Just take the under <laughs> and move on with life. Especially with Merrill Kelly, I think he's a, a good again. Bumgarner and Kelly and Gallon, three great pitchers. I think let's just ride the unders when these three guys are pitching. It doesn't honestly, it doesn't even matter who they're facing. They're facing a guy in Fetty who I don't think is very good, but the Diamondbacks bats are just so bad. I think what's going to happen is if they're facing a bad pitcher, we're going to get a higher total, and that's going to be to our advantage. We go under. If they're facing a better pitcher, we're going to get a lower total, but they're not going to hit a good pitcher. So I think we're just going to blind play these unders until the number catches up and until we start seeing ridiculous numbers. It's not there yet. I see this game being kind of like the one last night. Last night's. So the second game of the doubleheader didn't even have two good pitchers, really. And there weren't any runs in that game. A pick for me under eight. It's even money. I, this total blows my mind. This should be seven and a half or with the Dynamax offense, maybe. I don't think it ever would be seven, but if it was seven, I'd look at it and be like, yeah, sure, that seems right. <laughs> the fact that it's under eight and we're going to even money blows my mind. A pick for me under in that one. Bleachers at the Red Sox, 710 Eastern first pitch. Jose Barrios versus Nick Pavetta. I don't have much to say about this one other than I'm just trusting the model. The model thinks the number should be minus 107, more or less a toss-up. So I've got Red Sox plus 15 as a B pick. It's kind of like that Angels-Astros game. Uh, the pitching matchup definitely favors the team we're fading, but it's not all about the starting pitcher. I don't know. The Red Sox won last night. Maybe they can win again. B pick for me on the Red Sox. I'm trusting the model. model seems to do well. I don't really have much else to add other than that. 17 Eastern first pitch, Giants at the Mets. Carlos Rodon versus Chris Bassett, two pitchers that I really like here. The model thinks the Mets should be a minus 108 favorite. So you could take the Mets at minus 102. I'm not, and the reason why is I'm not sure the model's caught up to just how good Carlos Rodon is. Last game, last time Rodon pitched, I remember I, I, I faded him, and I started watching the game, and it took like three pitches, and I was kind of like, why did I fade Rodon? Like, he's going to lose. I'm not saying he won't. It's just if we're kind of constantly fading a guy like that, we, we, we're going to have to get really good value. And I don't think that's the value that we have here today. Uh, I think I think Bassett's a good pitcher, but I think Rodon is too. I'm going to go under six and a half, <clears throat> minus 105. Only a B pick. I can't go A pick under six and a half. That number is so low. And six and a half is a tough one to go under on because if it's 3-3, three, three, we've lost. So it's not a number I like. So it's not... Uh, 
you know, an A pick for that regard, but I do like the starting pitchers. And so that's how it gets to a B pick for me, Rodon and Bassett. I just think this is going to be a low scoring game. If you can get a seven and the odds aren't awful, that could probably be up to an A pick for me. But at six and a half, I just don't love that number, but I do love the starting pitchers. So B pick for me in that one. Race the Cubs, 740 Eastern. Got an A-pick winner on the Cubs Monday. Got an A-pick winner on the Rays Tuesday. I have no feel for this one. I'm giving you a C-pick on the Cubs at even money. Rasmussen and Stroman, two pitchers I like. The model thinks Cubs minus 107, so I'm trusting the model. The reason I've dropped it from a B to a C, first off, I'm not sure this game gets played. It looks like some nasty stuff coming in, and so unless it gets delayed, uh, I'm not sure the game finishes. Maybe we get five innings in. It may just be a postponement. Right now it looks like about a 70% chance of rain right around first pitch, and that just increases. So this game may not even happen. Also, if it does happen, it looks like we're going to have 25-ish mile-an-hour winds out to left. I do not want to be over-invested in a game like that because anything can happen. So if it wasn't for the wind, I would just say, hey, I trust the model. The model thinks Cubs minus 107. I'm getting even money. Let's make that a B pick. But with this wind, if the game happens, I don't want to be over-invested in a game where one team can hit five pot fly home runs. So I'm downgrading to a C pick just because that wind might be fun to watch, but that doesn't mean I want to be invested. The total's up to nine and a half. I don't want to go over because I like these pitchers. And these pitchers, if they keep the ball on the ground, the wind won't really matter. But gosh, if they give up some pot flies, that's going to be tough. So don't want to touch the total with this win, not with these pitchers. Only a C pick again if that game happens for them, the Cubs, and even money. 18 Eastern first pitch, Twins at the Royals. Chris Paddock versus Daniel Lynch. Two pitchers that haven't performed as well as I think they should. I think there's value on the under nine. It's minus 117 right now. B pick for me. This is my like last hurrah with both of these guys because I think they're better than sometimes they've looked. They're better, I think, than my model thinks there are they are. But at some point, I might have to change my belief system on them. So I still believe in these two pitchers. Under nine has some value because as long as one of them shows up, we got a good chance to get this under. And if both do, unless bullpen shenanigans go crazy, we'll be fine. Uh, cool weather, not a ton of wind, so nothing really weather-wise to talk about there. No edge on the side. The model thinks Twins minus 112. So there's as of the recording of this podcast, you'd have no value on either side. I like under 9B pick for me. I'm going to give both these pitchers my trust one last time. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if they reward me or not. And then our late game, 940 Eastern first pitch, Rangers at the Mariners, Dane Dunning versus Logan Gilbert. I eyed the under on this one. Totals eight. I looked at that under hard. I don't know what to make of Dunning. I talked about this last time. He, he All last year, the advanced metrics loved him, and he underperformed those. And the model's mostly looking at those rather than his actual results. And that's kind of what's happened so far. It's only two starts this year, but it's the same thing. I swear every time I look at my my model's grade on him, and I'm just surprised because I just don't see it with the results. So I, I just don't know what to make of him. I eyed the under, but the fact that he seems to not be as good as we think he should be from an advanced metric standpoint makes me worried about this, you know, getting to a six to three type game. 
the Rangers bullpen isn't very good. So if the Mariners start scoring and the Rangers throw weaker pitchers, that could throw us off. So I looked under. I don't think under's a bad play. I just it's I just don't know how I feel about nothing. So if you if you trust them, I think go under. Uh, for me instead, I'm gonna go Mariners. I'm gonna go minus 142 with the B pick. The model thinks only minus 139, but I just think the, the, my model says that Dunning is a better pitcher than Logan Gilbert, and and I just don't I just don't see it. I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong a lot. I'm going to be wrong again. I just, I just don't think that Dunning's a better pitcher than Gilbert. So if I look at the model saying Mariners minus 139 and it thinks Dunning's better than Gilbert, I think, okay, well, if I were to manually flip that, all of a sudden the Mariners' odds are going to increase even more. And so I think really this should be more like Mariners minus 150 probably. So minus 142, I think there's value. So I'm going to override the model. I'm going to lay it with the Mariners minus 142 with the B pick. Not going run line because they're at home. And again, that's just not... I just don't like run lines in general, as you notice. I don't play a ton of them, but if you don't like those odds, and laying odds, you know, is never fun. Uh, but if if you want better odds, run line isn't a bad look. I just, I personally, I'm going minus one forty two on the money line. But again, if 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 you like that run line, I don't think it's a bad idea. And so just to get a recap here for you on the Apex, Phillies at the Rockies. I've got Rockies minus one hundred two. Orioles at the Athletics. I've got A's minus 128. Cardinals at Marlins, I've got under eight. And Diamondbacks at Nationals, I've got under eight. So four A picks for you here. And again, a reminder, I will add picks on Twitter in the sheet for the White Sox Guardians doubleheader once all that gets settled in. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out that Google Sheet for model projections. Today I've got all the picks on there, results. You can find that link at the website www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all of the sports betting content we provide on this channel dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. Cousin Jared will be back with me. Until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.